0: If you're looking for some brilliant ideas for holiday gift giving, this podcast is probably not gonna help. But Eric and I spend the next 30 minutes talking about alternative gift giving ideas, what we think makes a gift special, some of the gifts that we've received that have been special to us and some of the gifts that we've given that have been memorable and a whole lot of laughing and probably not all that much helpful advice. Nevertheless, if you're thinking about holiday gift giving, you want to hear a little bit of our thoughts on it, lace up your sneakers and let's get going. Hey, Eric. Hey, Joyce. Do you know what time of year it is?
1: The most wonderful time of the year.
0: Oh my gosh, you knew exactly where I was going.
1: <laughs> it's time when the kids go back to school and we shop at Staples, right? No. <laughs> No. (laughs) No?
0: Nobody's going to get that reference.
1: Nobody watches that Staples TV commercial?
0: First of all, it's not Staples. It's Target.
1: I thought it was Staples. It's not. It's Target?
0: 100%. Okay. But now now people are confused.
1: Some people get it.
0: Nobody's going to get it.
1: Okay. So there's this TV commercial (laughs) where... The kids are all like moping through the back to school section and the parents are all happy because the kids are going back to school and it's set to the most wonderful time of the year song. It's a pun on Christmas. But I digress. It's actually the holiday season.
0: Right. Because people listen to this podcast sort of anytime so now nobody understands whether or not we're talking about back to school or we're talking about the holidays what are we talking but about
1: most people are so excited for the podcast they listen to it the minute it comes out really yes
0: you think yes but then what about the new people who listen to one podcast and they're like oh these guys are awesome i'm gonna go back to listen to old ones that doesn't happen well, <laughs> sometimes and then
1: they'll come and listen to this one and go these guys are crazy. <laughs> go, I don't know
0: what they're talking about next.
1: next. <laughs> <laughs> I want to learn about walking. What the heck is going on with these two?
0: Oh, well, that's bad because we're not going to talk about walking today much either.
1: Eh, we might. It's Weird. about life and wellness and just bettering. Bettering? Bettering. New verb? I made that up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yes, for all of you new listeners. Eric regularly makes up new words during the podcast and new like measurements. Like there's nothing better than spaghetti love.
1: (laughs) You'll have to go back and listen to that one.
0: I hope there's actually a podcast titled Spaghetti Love. Is that what it's titled?
1: I don't know. It's got to be titled something love, right? Because it wasn't the whole thing about love. It's probably like Valentine's Day last year, I think, actually.
0: I'm going to go find it.
1: Okay. Leave it in the show notes
0: none of this has anything to do with what we're talking about which is alternative gift giving because i mean i don't know about most people but over the course of the last several years i've really come to realize and this sounds so as i'm as i'm articulating these words it sounds so stupid but i don't need more stuff
1: do you, do you want to know how old i am <laughs>
0: Uh, sure.
1: I'm this old. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> because I was just thinking, you know, for the parents out there, do you really need another ashtray that your kid made in art class?
0: <laughs> but yes, yes, you do. Because the things that you're... I still have.
1: I was talking about an ashtray. When <laughs> did kids make it? it? Like, it's not the 70s.
0: Right, But that's not the point, actually, of what like I think pencil holder things that our kids make. I do need more of those things. That's not stuff. That's things that our children made for us. Like I still have the what do you call the little pots that they made in um, like art class, like thumb, like the little their little handheld. There's a expression for them. I have two of them, one from Mason, one from Maddie, that I keep in my office that I love.
1: I have little stuff that the kids made that I keep in the office.
0: So, I mean, I don't know about you, Scrooge.
1: (laughs) Scrooge McDuck.
0: Scrooge McDuck. But (laughs) as far as I'm concerned, things that our children make with their own hands out of love, that's not stuff, dude.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
0: Kids. I mean, I don't. <laughs> but, what, what, what,
1: my, my point wasn't so much that it's stuff. It was that I. the thought that jumped into my head was actually about an ashtray. <laughs> well,
0: ashtrays are important for all the people who smoke. Both of them.
1: <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, alternative gifting.
0: Do you need more stuff?
1: I do not need more stuff. Socks? do not. Well, yeah, actually, I think I do need some socks. (laughs) Hoodies? Do not need more hoodies.
0: New sneakers?
1: Do not need new sneakers.
0: Eric is laughing because part of his huge competitive CrossFit success for the year, he was actually sponsored by not one, but two different brands, both of which sent him, I don't know, well, I think one gave him eight pair of shoes and one gave him four. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so no more sneakers.
1: No, I don't need more sneakers.
0: How about tennis shoes, which is just another name for sneakers, depending don't, on where you live.
1: Don't need those either.
0: The point is, I just don't feel like I need a lot of stuff. You know what I need more of? What? I need more of two things, because these are two things that are on my dream life.
1: Uh, vegetables prepared by someone else.
0: Well, yes, I guess I suppose. <laughs> can I grab that and put it under the tree? Oh my gosh! Can I it's have that? It's a crudite.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what, did, what, did, what did I get? What did I get for Hanukkah? Oh my gosh! It's a crudite.
0: <laughs> this podcast is not going well We're at a little, all.
1: A little silly this morning. Okay, so tell me what two things.
0: Uh, I need more time hanging out and traveling and sharing experiences with my family that's one i don't want stuff i want experiences and the second thing is i want to feel more time affluent i want i want things i want to make changes i want i don't know even know what but i would like to do things that would enable me to feel a little bit more time affluent and neither of those require going to Target or TJ.
1: Nope. And both of those things are actually things that I and or the kids can give you. Uh, We can give you more time by doing certain chores or tasks that you do most of the time. Does that
0: mean somebody's going to empty the dishwasher once in a while? You know what? You could give me like you could give me a coupon book for like nine dishwasher emptyings.
1: <laughs> and just for and then, for new listeners out there, I usually fill the dishwasher. That's my that's my thing.
0: Okay, you do, but what do I do while you fill the dishwasher?
1: Uh, eat bonbons.
0: What do I do while you fill the dishwasher? Pass
1: me things to put in the dishwasher and, and clean the counter. What is it
0: you think is happening with you and your back is to the kitchen and you're filling you're filling the dishwasher? I have
1: no idea. My <laughs> back is to the kitchen. The little dish fairy places dishes on the counter next to me, and then wipes the counters, pets the dog.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> Puts the food away. Cleans the kitchen.
1: Oh, that's how those leftovers get in their little containers in the fridge? Yes. I thought it just magically happened while I wasn't looking. No. And
0: what what is happening while I am emptying the dishwasher pretty much every day?
1: I'm sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> so a coupon book of dishwasher emptying. Yes. But on those mornings when you get up and are running out to do something, i uh, I will empty the dishwasher.
0: How often does that happen, you think?
1: Uh, once every 10 days.
0: So not true! No? No. No. Once maybe a- Maybe once a month.
1: Oh, at least once a
0: month. No. Because I feel so guilty not <laughs> emptying the dishwasher.
1: Really? You shouldn't.
0: I do. Okay. So you know how I'd feel less, less guilty? If
1: you had a coupon. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. So... Right. Now I got two nights of Hanukkah set, a crudité, <laughs> and a dishwasher empty coupon book. This is a great podcast. I have to take notes.
0: So all kidding aside, actually, on these, on these two things, you know, we're joking about it. But the truth is, when you really stop and think about what is it that someone you care about, who you want to gift, what is it that they really... Would like? What would make them smile? What would make them laugh? What would make them, uh, what would give them something that is part of their dream, goal, all the things?
1: Yeah, you know, time, time to to walk. You know, we said we weren't going to talk much about walking, but can you give your spouse X amount of time. Maybe they do empty the dishwasher every morning and takes five minutes or whatever, but if you take that off their plate, that's five more minutes that they can go for a walk. So you can give the gift of walking.
0: Give the gift of walking.
1: Yeah, and even going back, I I remember years ago, uh, our daughter and friend, cleaned out my car for a gift which was a very thoughtful gift my car tends to be sandy from the dog oh
0: my gosh really that's where you're gonna start with your car
1: that's where i'm gonna start yes <laughs> and his and he shakes in the back when he comes out of the water and it's all gross and there may be a coffee cup on the floor or a half a protein bar wrapper yeah and they they cleaned it all up. It was very appreciated.
0: I might one day have to snap a picture of your car and post it just so everybody appreciates. Dude, it is not the dog.
1: It's not that it's not that bad. Okay, it's kinda of bad. <laughs> but ergo, since it is that bad, cleaning it is such a good gift. <laughs>
0: And the truth is they had a really good time doing it, right? They cranked up some music, the weather was good, not necessarily something you want to do in uh, December. And this was not a car wash, which we have done. This was like a, this was, what do they call it? This was a hand detailing of the inside of your
1: car. Mm. Yeah, and for any of the dads out there, what, what's what's the old joke when, when I, honey, when I say that I'm going to finish that bathroom renovation you don't have to remind me every six months (laughs) (laughs) so if you're one of those you can actually finish that project as a gift
0: oh my god what now I I I don't even I literally don't even know where to start (laughs) I don't even know where to start I
1: have so many gifts to give
0: (laughs) (laughs) so for the dads out there, that is that is how you started that?
1: There's like a whole meme and dad joke around that. Yes, that's how I started it.
0: So for the dads out there who have projects they can complete for the little women in their lives <laughs> who are incapable of changing a light bulb or <laughs> spackling a painting nail hole.
1: You can finish <laughs> spackling that painting nail hole.
0: Megan who is our director of tech who also uh, produces this podcast right now is banging her fist on the table because she builds everything Megan's one of those people she's like I would like a new out bench for my front porch I think I'm gonna learn how to make one and out come the power tools
1: Megan excluded <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay so for all you other uh, incapable ladies out there who need a big strong, strong man to finish all right. so,
1: so if the new listeners haven't turned this off by now forget it
0: <laughs> seriously w- the truth is that we all have projects i think i think this is fair to say but you can tell me if you disagree since I've been disagreeing with you all morning, I think we all have projects out there that might be more important to our partners than they necessarily are to us, right? So there are things maybe that are on your to-do list that why are you okay Eric is now laughing so hard he's just he's just uh, bouncing up and down with mirth. Uh, so maybe <laughs> what are you ready
1: to bash me up with the head? <laughs>
0: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. Now he's crying. <laughs> he's so Eric has this incredibly contagious laugh when he really gets going. He laughs so hard he barely makes any noise, and his shoulders kind of go up and down, right, and his right. eyes start to tear. Right. So he's going so go that.
1: back where you were. The each, each, Projects. Each, right. <laughs> like that quilt. <laughs> <laughs> what quilt? a quilt you've been working on. I <laughs> <laughs> haven't
0: been working on a quilt. Metaphorically. Little <laughs> <made a> quilt. <laughs> so, okay. Seriously. That's
1: why it was so funny. Hilarious. Uh. Project you've been working on. Project. Completed as a gift for your partner.
0: Right. Even if it's something kind of for both of you, if you really pause to think about what is really important to your partner or your kids or something that might not be your highest priority because we all have so many competing priorities, but is there something that would mean a lot to them? And that's what makes it a gift is when you are doing something, at least part of what makes it a gift, when you're doing something with the intention of doing for others.
1: Yeah, and and we started talking about experiences and, you know, giving the the gift of experiences, whether it's it's going for a walk or even, let's say, going and taking a two-hour car ride to a beautiful, special walking place, either a, a wooded trail or a... You know, beach walk someplace a little out of the ordinary, but setting that up, making the time to do it, or taking it a step further, you know, planning a walking weekend a, or a whole vacation a walking tour of a city. We, back, back not too long ago, Maddie and I went to Nashville to look at colleges or college, but planning a weekend in Nashville and just sort of walking around the city and actually visiting some friends in the country and going out there, like that would be a whole gift. And the good part is I'd get to go too. <laughs> but,
0: are, you, are you now planning a trip to Nashville and to Eddie and Heather's?
1: Yes, but doing all, you know, all the work, making it happen, making the decisions, booking the flights, getting the rental car and the hotel and doing all that stuff. and presenting it as a gift even though you get to go but here's the thing it has to be something that is definitely more your partner wants to do like if you happen to be into motocross racing and your partner is not your partner is into
0: knitting (laughs) yeah do
1: not book a trip to the motocross nationals Though you can book a trip to the Knitting Expo, if there is such a thing. You said it, not me. (laughs) We're just working a theme. Working a theme. So, anyway, planning that experience. You know, having even something where your kids come in. Let's say your kids are school age or or college age or grown. Even planning a surprise trip in for your kids, for your spouse, can be a gift.
0: So... Uh, We may have talked about this at some point. I'm sure we did, actually. And I'll try to tell the story really quickly. But we were coming up on Mother's Day. And not this past, but actually the Mother's Day before. And as we got closer and closer to Mother's Day, I was getting increasingly upset, actually, that our son who was in Philadelphia wasn't coming home for Mother's Day. And at first, I didn't say anything, and I want to make a big deal out of it, and I don't want to be that whiny mother, oh, why aren't you coming home, you know?
1: Why don't the kids call?
0: (sighs) But truthfully, I was getting a little bit more and more upset about it as it got closer and closer. And to make a very long story short, Eric and Maddie and Mason had put together a plan by which uh, Mason came home and surprised me, which they all, so this has a couple of benefits, right? First of all, I, got a wonderful surprise. And I wanted a card as well, but like, I didn't need a scarf. I didn't need a <laughs> gift, right? I wanted my family, I wanted that time. Um, and they had the opportunity to kind of make that, work together to make a surprise plan, which is always fun for people to do for someone that care about. So, experiences planning them, figuring them out, carving out the time. And I have a last thought on this, which is a study I read a few years ago that was fascinating to me. So for anyone who has raised teenagers or is going to raise teenagers, this is going to come as a surprise to you because your teenagers are likely to communicate to you with their words and their actions and the top of their head, which is what you see most of, and the back of their phone, which is what you see most of, and their closed door, that they want to be left alone. But there was a study done, and the results of that study suggested or taught us that teenagers actually want more quality time with their parents and their grandparents. They actually do want time and attention from us. So. I know they say that they want, you know, a new phone or $350 headphones, which are on our son's holiday wish list, which he's not going to receive this year, but
1: nevertheless.
0: (laughs) But what the research says they really do want is time with you. So don't underestimate the power of making those experiences, making those memories, carving out that time, prioritizing the people you love, especially. Always, but especially over the holidays where we can get so caught up in more stuff.
1: Yeah, and I'm gonna put a little, I don't know, addendum to this as well. And this is sort of a, maybe a little, I don't know, a peccadillo of mine for parents out there with, let's say, kids from tween, pre-tween, through their through their teens. Like, if you wanna spend time with them spending one-on-one time with your kids I think is super valuable like plan a getaway weekend you know mom and son dad and son you know whatever. whatever it is it doesn't have to be the whole family it doesn't have to be both parents it you know this one-on-one time I think is offers so much benefit so even over the the holidays if you can plan if you, you know, if you have two kids plan a, a weekend with each of them or you know whatever, but make it make it a habit. It's just such an experience that I think can create some amazing memories.
0: Uh, I'm actually going to add to that because I think you're being too limited in that because time spent one-on-one with grandparents is amazing time. You know when Mason was quite young, your mom took him to Boston for the weekend. And they, that's tremendous memories for both of them.
1: Yeah. And then when they got old enough, we sent them to Florida once or twice on their own.
0: Yep. That was of course their first, cause this is how it rolls, right? Their first plane trip alone is you take them to the gate, you deliver them and grandma and grandpa pick them up at the gate in Florida. And there you have it. So carving out that one-on-one time, I used to do afternoon holiday tea with Maddie at the American Hotel and Tracy and Alex. I don't even know if you remember that. We did that for a few a few years. And it's just about making those special memories.
1: Yeah, and I mean that's that's a huge part of, of the holidays and gift giving. You know, when it when it comes to <clears throat> stuff or gifts or whatever, you know, look at it from the perspective of creating memories what it's going to make this holiday memorable you know another another tie another toy the the nobody wears ties literally hip-
0: nobody in the world wears ties anymore
1: the hippest they not the what's the trendiest new cabbage patch doll or whatever oh of this gosh. season you know whatever is that really going to create that many memories but you know one of the things that we've done over the years uh, and we celebrate Hanukkah and we have uh, traditionally done different nights and one of the nights that actually i think is more memorable that we've done is charity night where we make a donation in when they were younger in particular in the kids names uh, to a particular charity and like these are some of the nights i remember more than whatever video game I gave Mason at the time or whatever stuffy I gave Maddie. I certainly remember more charity nights than video game nights.
0: Well, let me talk a little bit about charity night if you're going to bring it up because that's, it's not just that we made a donation in their name because that sounds very top-down and not interactive and that's not, that's not how we did it. And I think how we did it is actually really important. Yeah, so, I
1: agreed. I just didn't get there
0: um, So when the kids were really little... We pre-selected three potential charities for each of them, and we printed out the information that was kind of age-appropriate for them to understand, and we let them choose, uh, and then sat with them and went through that exercise. And for years, Mason's charity of choice was Doctors Without Borders, and because the the donation was made in his name for years, (laughs) when he was like... You know, eight years old, he was getting emails from Doctors Without Borders or uh, letters from them saying, you know, join our president's circle. <laughs> Can you donate $10,000, <laughs> right? And he's seven years old. But nevertheless, it built this relationship between him and giving and him in this particular charity.
1: And Maddie, I think, chose World Wildlife Fund was, was one of her ones. And then when they were really little... One of the ones that we offered and, and they selected, I think a number of years, was Heifer International. Isn't that what it's called? I think where, so,
0: yeah. Give a gift of goat.
1: Where you give like a goat and three chickens to a family in, I think, Africa, an impoverished family. And it hopefully it changed, changed people's lives. And I, I think there's a valuable lesson in that. And, and again, we're talking about it. So it made memories. It is
0: true, right? When we think about... The, all of the gifts that we've given over our kids 20 plus years of life right So one of our kids is 22, one of them is 18 you add all that up you multiply it by eight that's a lot of holiday gifts
1: a lot of holiday gifts
0: and so few of them we remember with that kind of clarity
1: Yeah and you know one of the one of the other nights that we did traditionally is sock night.
0: So here's the thing. I'm totally interrupting you, but just here's the thing. If you don't buy your kids socks for the entire year, knowing that they're only getting socks on sock night, you'd be surprised how much they're (laughs) looking forward to sock night.
1: (laughs) But it also sort of demonstrated that, you know, gifts can be perfunctory. Is that the the right word? I don't think so. Or uh, what's useful. I don't know what you're trying. Useful. Practical. Practical. Yes, that they can be practical, useful, and should be appreciated just as much as, uh, again, I'll use the example, uh, you know, as the video game. So.
0: Oh, by the way, I think he still wants video games this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another, another thing that I do, and we've talked about this uh, in the past, but we've talked about it in the context of Mother's Day. Uh, and I, I wanna raise it because it's such an easy and good thing to do, which is to create a photo book Of the year, of past holidays, of whatever it is, we all, or I should say most of us at least, have so many digital photos. Oh my goodness. And I think what stops many people, because I've had this conversation with many people, from actually sitting down and making the photo album is this like deer in the headlights. It's too many. How am I going to choose? How am I going to make it perfect? And the answer to that is just throw the pictures together and it will be great. Like, it's definitely one of these places where don't let perfect be the
1: enemy of the good.
0: Though I think that expression is actually the opposite. Good (laughs) good is the enemy. The expression is actually good is the enemy of great. So that's a problem. But point being.
1: Well, it goes back to the poster on my wall as a child.
0: Which you said is like the thing that destroyed your whole life. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, if a man waited until he could do something so well that no one could find fault with it, nothing would get done at all. So. Okay.
0: And isn't that the thing that just crippled you for your entire life?
1: 100%. <laughs> but I think when it comes to creating a photo book, it's perfectly appropriate. <laughs> I wouldn't put it on your friggin' wall. I wouldn't even put that saying in the photo book. But when it comes to photo book, it sort of goes to the old... Um, uh, business entrepreneur statement, particularly in the tech space. Like if you're not totally embarrassed by your first iteration, um, I guess you're too late. So sort of the, the point around that is, yeah, your first mother, you know, mom's book, as we call it, or holiday book, if that's what you're going to call it, your first holiday book might be a little bit like, uh, A a cake on Nailed It, (laughs) where, you you know, it's it's made with love, but it's not exactly perfect. But if you do this every year after a few years, I mean, they're really going to be beautiful. And again, the first one is still going to be special because it was the first one. And
0: that's what I want to say. Like, the interfaces now are so simple that even the first one, even the Nailed It version... It's going to be good. It's going to be and special. Yeah. There's going to be a couple of pictures in there where, like, you know, little Johnny's eyes are closed or, like, the cat's tail is somehow photobombing the f- – whatever. It, but none of those things – all of those things actually add charm. Now, mm. what were you going to say?
1: No, nothing. <laughs> so. Um, I have a
0: last idea.
1: Last idea. Okay. Can
0: I have one more idea? Yes, yes. It's so corny. Corny way it goes on the list if it doesn't have to be perfect because corny is good on this let's all write poems this holiday season to the people we love we should have made that a hanukkah tradition there should have been poem night where everybody had to write a poem look why are you looking at me like that you hate this idea
1: no because
0: (laughs) you're gonna do it right now you're just gonna give me a poem
1: for this night i write you a poem as a gift At first, it seemed like a heavy lift, but then I thought, and got brilliance from above, the poem just needs to show my love. Well done. (laughs) There you go. See? Anybody out there wants to copy that? Hallmark, if you're listening, I'd like a little credit. (laughs) Poems. Anything that's from... Anything... I, I, I can sum it up, I think, into into two sort of things, when two core things when it comes to gift giving, this or any holiday season. Go. First, One. it should be something, if possible, that's gonna create a memory.
0: I used to think that Second, when I went out into nature and left my phone and earbuds behind and walked in silence, letting my mind go wherever it wanted, that I was doing a walking meditation. And then I met Yael Shai. And she taught me that there's so much more to a walking meditation. It was so incredible and insightful and expanded my world in such a way that I went to Yael and I said, Will you work with us to create a program, 30 days, 30 walks, that could help introduce other people to the of a walking meditation. Can we dismantle the idea that in order to meditate, you have to sit in a dimly lit room on a cushion? Can we create a meditation program for people who love to move? And so we did. Meet the Joyful Wanderer 30-Day Walking Meditation App, which is available in the Apple Store and the Google Play Store right now.